All right, everyone, it is Tuesday, September 6, 2016. It is 1 o'clock Eastern Time, and this is Advancement Live. I apologize for our six-minute delay. Uh, we're just hammering out some technical difficulties. I'll, I'll bring in my guests right away, Robin and Tim. You've got a, a few students who have joined you on campus this weekend, huh? Yes, I think we think that that might have clogged up our wireless network here. So uh, we were a little slower to respond than we thought. So. All right, not, not to worry at all. Well, this is a, a happy day for us. It is the uh, birthday of Higher Ed Live. It is our golden birthday, actually. We are six years old on September 6th. So you're joining us for our birthday episode. Uh, and it's really an awesome one at that. Today we're talking about really creative campaigns that encourage alumni engagement. And this episode came about because uh, Mallory from M. Stoner had met you, Tim, at the, uh, the Sizzler conference for iModules and was so blown away by what Brian is doing and said, you have to do an episode with Brian. You have to do one. So, so here we are celebrating six years of Higher Ed Live and doing this episode. Of course, Advancement Live is part of the Higher Ed Live network. It offers viewers direct access to the best and brightest minds in education, and you'll have the chance to hear from two of them today, who I'll introduce to you shortly. And of course, our live broadcasts allow viewers to share knowledge, to participate in discussions around the most important issues in our industry. Today's live viewing experience is powered by Maestro. It is the premier marketing tech platform for broadcasters. All episodes of Advancement Live are free. They're accessible in the video archives at higheredlive.com and also in podcast format on iTunes. And Higher Ed Live is produced by M. Stoner. I mentioned Mallory, who met Tim at the conference. They are a marketing and communications firm that works with education institutions on branding, strategy, web design, so much more. And they are offering a free webinar on analytics for digital storytelling. That's coming up on September 28th. Analytics provide us with vital information. How do we track? How do we measure our audience? So we can really extend the reach and impact of our storytelling efforts across every channel that we use. And so we're going to talk in that webinar coming up on the 28th about what do we measure? What kind of data should we use to refine our story? And so you're invited to join M. Stoner for that webinar. Registration is free, and we are tweeting out a link shortly so that you can check that one out. But today, stay with us. Check us out this afternoon for the next 45 minutes or so. Robin and Tim and I, we were supposed to have Tyler from Bryant. We had a last-minute uh, change of cast, and, uh, and Tim is joining us due to Tyler's sick day. So first, I'll have Robin, Robin Ward say hello. She is Director of Alumni Engagement for Bryant University. Robin, tell us just a little bit about yourself. Well, great, thanks, Kim, and and uh, we're we're teaming it up here. So 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 Tim uh, is here with me uh, on screen. Uh, we were actually all three going to be in the room, but we knew we both wouldn't fit. All three wouldn't fit on the screen. I've been at Bryant for 15 years, and as you can maybe tell by the visual, uh, using uh, using. Uh, the new, all the new tools at our uh, disposal don't necessarily come naturally to me. So I've, I've, I've surrounded myself with a good team of people who can do this, and, and it clearly was an effort that, that, that changed what we did, which was a very text-heavy uh, sort of 
alumni outreach to to be much more nimble with uh, the use of infographics and and really using our web, which is Tim's purview, and I'll have him introduce himself and uh, and you know our social media. So um, been at Brian for a long time, love it here, great school, you know all the best. But but the main thing is that we're engaging our alumni, I think, in new and creative ways, and so uh, that's what uh, that's what we're here to talk about today. Awesome. So can I? Can you make the magic happen from the uh, the creative back end technical side? We we couldn't do it without the the tech behind the scenes. Right? I do, I do. Magic's all at the fingertips. Um, <laughs> but uh, my name is. <laughs> thanks for thanks for having us today. My name is Tim Dumont. I'm the manager of online alumni engagement at Bryant University. Uh, be here in uh, about just a little over two years. Um, coming up in in October. So uh, during my short time here, it's been fantastic. Robert's great to work for and um, she allows us to look for creative solutions to problems and this happened to be um, a team effort and uh, a great creative solution to a problem that we needed we need solving awesome well thank you so much for introducing yourselves and we will let folks know that as you're watching along this afternoon, we'll have some folks who watch live, some who watch uh, later on the, the recording of this episode. But if you're watching live and you have a pressing question or if you've seen another campaign that's really awesome, today we're talking about the One Thing for Bryant campaign and we're really going to dive into how that all came together from the initial concept to really rolling it out. Uh, but if you have questions about it, if you there's something that's on your mind, when it comes to engaging alumni, please do tweet those out. Um, I tweeted a link to what we're talking about uh, earlier today on the Higher Ed Live hashtag. So use that hashtag, ask your questions. Uh, we really want this to be an exciting 45 minutes or so of conversation back and forth. So I will just jump right in with you, Robin, and ask how did hashtag one, which is the number, thing, yeah. Number four, Bryant, come to be. Was it was it all done in house? Did you have to outsource? Kind of take us through the uh, the birth story on our birthday. Makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We forgot the cake, though, Kim. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Oh, okay. um, Not we, good for our waistlines. <laughs> <laughs> we we absolutely this this was um, an in house campaign. We you know we operate as many offices do on a pretty lean and mean budget. And um, for some time, and we've been seeing some creative things out there. I mean, we look at things. Um, my graduate school did uh, something that was still pretty text-heavy, some bullets. Um, what we had in the past, our alumni opportunities that we would hand out at events, all very text-heavy. So we were looking for a way to, to have something that we could use across channels um, that, that would be catchy, would be, you know, would be bright, would be concise. Um, and, and just, you know, really grab people. So, so we put together actually, I think, 14 originally mm -hmm. wow. uh, of things that people could do for Bryant. And then we took it across to our university relations team. And we, you know, clearly the creative and some of the other things that we're doing, the video that's come out of this, have all been done in-house. So um, the, the, the creative team... Uh, went to work, uh, um, and 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 the editing team over there went to work and narrowed us down to ten, and um, well, we could live with that. And also, really helped us, you know, just get get to the get to the you know get to the heart of the matter. You know, what are the what are the five or six words that we want to use for these? You know, hire talent, hire Bryant, share your expertise, visit campus. You know, those kinds of things. So so it was done in house. I think that we started with this idea 
probably, you know, at the end of last year, you know, going into this school year, um, we, we were finally ready with sort of our first go-round. We launched in our April uh, Alumni Bulletin, which is our, um, our print newsletter. So we put it out in print first, and, uh, and we're just beginning to roll out the social and, and some of the others. But um, mm -hmm. Tim has been using it on the web. So it is an in-house effort. You, you know, with anything in higher ed, we can't say we were the first ones to think of this. Uh, there are some other infographics out there. Um, interestingly, um, our, our university relations office had done some great infographics for our Amica Career Center, you know, starting salary, things like that. And I think that was what showed us that, oh my gosh, we can do this in-house because they had done those in-house. Awesome. So uh, that was part of it. Was yeah. it did you take in some audience feedback in your coming up with 10? Because you just said that you're not the first to do it. And I'll admit that Syracuse University is looking at what Bryant University has done and coming to up with a piece uh, for our alumni. Did you solicit their feedback at all? Or did you kind of think about what you do every day in coming up with those 10 things? Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, it was like a combination of both. Um, okay. I know. With, with some of the pieces, we wanted to tie back to key performance indicators so we could track that. Um, so it was a little mix of things that we could track um, with the piece in the same, uh, same time, find other areas where, where we could engage alumni that we thought would resonate with young alumni um, and actually our entire alumni base. So it was kind of a mix, mixed bag, if you will. Um, but I thought, does that answer your question? I think yeah. I hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, yeah no, and I think it does. Sorry, Robin, yeah. did you get yeah. something more? No, that's all right. Yeah, I think that um, we we have a, our National Alumni Council has a marketing committee that was certainly looking at, you know, how can we do things, you know, a little bit more clearly, a little more concisely. How can we get the word out about what's important? Um, and again, getting away from the long text, the bullet points, things like that. Um, this was something that we thought we could all we could all use. So, um, and exactly, some of them are measurable. Some of them are a little less measurable. But you know, uh, it's 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 all part of the. If you if you do one of them, uh, it, it'll it's a start. So now that it is up on online, Tim, are you tracking, you know, video view? What are you tracking in terms of the online? Like, we'll talk in general about alumni engagement metrics, and I know, Robin, that there's a matrix that you follow. But in terms of, Tim, what's actually online right now, what, what makes you tick? What are you really looking at as this campaign goes? Sure. So uh, it's, it's on our alumni website right now. It's part of our, um, it's part of our rotator within our website there. But um, so we're tracking page views, see how many people we drive to that particular campaign. And it's also on social. So Tyler has been instrumental uh, in getting that, uh, those messages. And we're taking one, um, one piece and then focusing on that one a month. Um, so we have a, a suite of graphics or a suite of elements, if you will. Um, the first two we put were static graphics, but we do have all of them individually as animations. So we wanted to try for the first time as a static graphics, see what kind of feedback we got. Um, we recently uh, posted the share your expertise and received about, about 1,600 likes uh, or 1,600 views, I should say, and, and a, about 100 or so likes or loves. So a lot of kind of engagement. Um, 
from the surface either through Facebook. But I think uh, as we move forward, I think we're going to start start with using the animations because I think, as you know, uh, anytime you look at a Facebook news feed, something's moving. And I think a way to kind of those uh, our followers and, and other our social media communities, we need to have it move within the first couple seconds. So hopefully, um, you know, like I said, like Robin mentioned before, with the great creative team, they were able to take all, um, all the elements and animate them in about an eight to ten second video. So I'm hoping we'll able to roll those out soon and maybe compare those. See if uh, we have a little bit more engagement on those moving items versus the static one. As you're talking, I'm tweeting the link out to your Facebook page so folks can check it out. Is that where you've seen um, the most interaction? Is it Facebook? Is it Twitter? Is it Instagram? As the social channels go, where are you finding the most um, success in rolling out these elements? Right now, we've seen the most on Facebook. We have about, um, I think we have about, yeah, about, Facebook. We've got about sixty-five hundred likes, to, you know, uh, followers there to, yeah. total. Where um, our Twitter is a little bit younger, and um, and Tyler is kind mm -hmm. of our expertise on Twitter. Um, we're also using them on Instagram, mm -hmm. and and so that part of the campaign is we're probably only two months into it. So, um, so we'll have more data coming along um, pretty soon on that. But, but the you know we we started out. The other thing we did, I mean, we've used it because we have a video of the whole piece. When we started with the senior class when they graduated in May at their Champagne Social, which is you know kind of how they end the year at the president's house, at Champagne Toast. Um, we 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 created a version of that University Relations with no music, so we could run it in the background. Um, we've got reunion coming up. Uh, we're a little frantic. We've got homecoming reunion coming up in two and a half weeks, and we'll be using it there. You know, kind of so that it's always in the background, so that it's sort of, you know, so it just sort of. Oh, I can think of the word in Spanish, not in English. It sort of uh, it gets it gets uh, set in your brain. So grabar. <laughs> That's right. Well, yeah. I mean, I think when they see you know some of the different images that you have, you know, they start to associate the handshake with networking with Brian alumni or they your are is your mascot I see the pause so you know following your sporting events or the main entrance to your campus like those kind of visuals I think especially when you're talking about a millennial a younger audience too that's what resonates right I mean is that is that kind of the thinking behind that one visual for each yeah I mean I, I think of, as more and more of our alumni are use social media. I mean, you now you're having um, our students are kind of just growing up with it now. I mean, it's it's part of their it's part of their being. It's part, part of their DNA. Yeah, it's yeah, part of yeah. their persona. So we need to be where they are, and they're on Instagram, and they're on Facebook, and they're on Twitter, and we need to find messaging that's going to resonate with them. Um, and there are future. Yeah, Snapchat exactly. Yeah, send that one too. Yeah, we exactly. And now, of course, yeah. One of the things, Kim, they're so versatile. Is you know, I find that now I can you know intersperse them on my powerpoints if I'm giving a presentation, or um, at the lead into different articles in our um, our alumni bulletin, which is now called Engage. So our, our alumni newsletter, you know, suddenly we're using these little graphics as almost like footprints. 
So I think that, that, that it'll get really, um, you know, share your expertise. Um, your gift counts. Visit campus. You know, these are, these are little subtle messages that um, um, are all important. And those, um, as Tim alluded to earlier, more than half of these are things that we actually measure in our um, alumni engagement metrics. So I don't have to get into that right now. But, but much of this, in addition to being measurable on our social in terms of shares and, and likes and, and, um, and just impressions, will be you know, actually how many more people visit campus, how many more people get involved mentoring. That's, I mean, critical. That's my bottom line is can I increase the alumni engagement? Well, we definitely will hop into the matrix in just a little bit. But first, I wanted to talk about uh, a day. You said this launched uh, in written form in your newsletter in April. Also in April was Alumni Engagement Day. So talk me through what that is uh, for Bryant alumni. Is that new? Is that something that launched because of this new campaign? Because uh, I think that's really an exciting way to get everyone rallying around what it is that you hope for yeah. them to do. I wish the cart was, uh, you know, I don't think the cart was before the, <laughs> the horse. We changed, we changed our name from alumni relations to alumni engagement, and you may have done this. We did that probably, too. Yeah, probably <laughs> about two years ago. I, I did some benchmarking. Um, I was, um, you know, we joked around. I mean, we were alumni affairs at one time, and so we keep, you know, our, our, our relationship gets more and more uh, substantial. relationship, and now you're engaged. We say it all the time, right? Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so... So, um, so I felt strongly that, you know, we wanted to be ahead of the curve, that it was not just about, you know, building relationships, but it was true engagement. It was truly getting alumni involved in meaningful and productive ways. Not, and so, you know, while we have some touch points, um, if you come to campus, we want to have you come to campus for something very specific. We want you to judge a competition. We want you to, you know, be involved uh, in a class, speaking to a class. So, so looking at how could we... Um, sort of strengthen and, 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 and really add more depth to our alumni relations. So Alumni Engagement Day used to be Alumni Leadership Weekend. So now we know, you know, alumni don't really have weekends to give to us unless it's reunion. Um, so we, we rebranded it a couple of years ago, actually, for Alumni Engagement Day. And, um, and so it doesn't necessarily... Um, have to do with this, but the, it all ties together. It's all, you know, how can we, how can we, um, you know, pull people together. When we, when we launched this in the, um, in the newsletter, we actually hadn't come up with the hashtag yet. So um, that's an interesting, I mean, that's, you know, the hashtag sort of followed when we were thinking about how we we're going to use it on social. But when we put it in our new, uh, in our alumni bulletin, we, we basically said, you're a bulldog for life, you know, and these are 10 things you can do. Mm -hmm. So we've had a little, um, you know, that was the genesis, but we've grown. So I'll walk through the 10 things. Uh, like I said, I've, I've put out the link um, so folks yeah. can see the video. But those 10 things, real quickly, are take a visit to campus, share your expertise. I'll stop there. Do you have a set-up mentoring program, or is it more so kind of a casual mentor-mentee relationship? We do. We just, um, and the way we use this, um, we actually just soft launched um, Alumni Fire for our alumni. So we had been looking at different um, alumni programs. I mean, there's a number of very good ones. There's, you know, there's Campus, uh, it's campus it, yeah. TAP, and there's First Hand, and there's a number that we've looked at. Again, small budget, 
Um, um, Alumni Fire allowed us to basically launch it with with no upfront investment, and then you know as we as we get some traction, I think we'll be able to afford the back end. Um, the other thing that we're doing, um, the Amica Center for Career Education, which is our um, career office at Bryant, um, has simultaneously launched, uh, they're using Portfolium, which is a portfolio product, but also um, can be used by alumni. So, so with this Share Your Expertise, we expect to transfer, you know, things like the shadow program and things like that. Um, last year, I was able to document over 4,000 alumni who were engaged in, a, in um, student alumni activities. And again, I mean, we're talking about uh, an alumni base of about 40,000. So, so it was a good number of people. Alumni always want to help students, and so um, that's a big one for us. That's huge. And wait, you see, I'm an Taking that one step further, not only is it sharing expertise, the third one on your on the list, or the third I'm, I'm reading, is hire talent and hire Bryant. So sharing those job opportunities, yeah. um, social media, bleeding black and gold, and uh, being able to cheer for the Bulldogs, whether they're in the home stadium or they're out on the road. Um, on the, the one, your gift counts. Did you feel any pushback on that? Because there's some who are still of the mentality that there's a difference between alumni engagement and being true development officers. So any back and forth on that on that one or was that a given for you? No, that was that was a given too. Um, we we have always talked about participation as being the important thing. And so that's what we're trying to get at here, that it's not the size of your gift, it's the fact that you make a gift that counts and that alumni participation is the is the key piece. So it's uh, no pushback. Yeah. And then the, the networking and alumni events, traveling in good company, wearing your heart on your sleeve. So, of course, buying your, your Bryant University gear and then really spreading the word. So is that is that more on the admissions side of things? Exactly. That was one. Every event we had, we used to send out this letter afterwards. I, when I think about all this text, the letter basically had four or five bullet points, and one of them was, you know, kind of talk to your friends and neighbors about Bryant. Uh, you know, many of us work at schools that actively market um, for admissions. I mean, we are a very, very special place, uh, but we are also traditionally known as a business school. We're not just a business school now, so we have to expand that that sort of knowledge base that you can come to Bryant and 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 have a very broad. Um, but still fairly business-centric education. You're still going to get some business courses. So spreading the word, the good experiences, um, it, was, it was something specifically um, meant to, you know, friends and neighbors, the friends and neighbors campaign. Yeah. Tim, any lessons learned with putting this online, with making it digital? I think for a lot of us, I mean, we're going to start with a physical piece, but anything that you might have done differently or had a challenge with, um, I think the, the biggest challenge was um, trying to find a format where it could work together as one continuous message or individuals. So on a macro level, seeing all 10 things on a, either a printed piece or all 10 things in a video or breaking those down so that if you wanted to extract just one of those things and highlight one of those things on our social media channels or email or our website to take one of those things and have that stand alone. Um, I think that was, that was the challenge, but then working with our, our university relations team and, and they're so very talented in terms of how 
certain colors. I mean, there's colors within these in this piece that don't exist <laughs> on our site. We're there we're is. black and there we go. <laughs> we're black and gold. Um, so and we've tried to institute some color into this one. So now we have oranges and greens. Looks and, like a monopoly. Board. Yeah, it looks like a game board. Um, which. Uh, which I thought it's a very colorful piece, a lot different from the, like I said, the two-tone pieces that we've been doing. So just to kind of um, inject that color and inject that enthusiasm into this piece and, um, and have it work together, like I said before, one as a whole and then, in, and then as individual parts, I think was, was crucial. And, um, but it was, I mean, it was challenging to try to come up with a modular piece. It's, these things, I, you know, it sounds good in theory. You're like, okay, well, we're going to put together a minute and a half or a minute video, and we're going to have 10 seconds, and it's all going to work. And it doesn't always just work, and you have to work at it. So to come up with the messaging there, um, to boil it down from 14 to 10, and to have it work and, uh, and have those animations make sense and not animating something for the sake of animating it, uh, and tying it all together, which, which our folks at UR can do, um, like I said, it's been good. Let me jump in too. One other thing that is important with this, and this was, I had to come full circle because there's very little information on this card. This, so this is our handout at alumni events. I don't know if people can see it, but um, again, I was going from all these, you know, contact this person and that person and email and this and that. This basically sends you to our website. So then that comes back to Tim because <laughs> if we're driving them all to our website, then we've got to make sure that the website responds and answers and, and, and helps them get to the right place. So rather than having um, a, you know, a, a, a two-page full of text, this is who you contact for this, this is who you contact for that, we've, we've gone to, you know what, alumni at bryant.edu or you know, the, the, the alumni connect at bryant.edu slash get involved. Or get, mm -hmm. Yeah, get involved is what I don't have my glasses on. Yeah, so. <laughs> um, but, but that, and we actually developed this, I think, before we had the um, one thing for Bryant mm -hmm. hashtag set. So our next version of this has to um, hashtag it as yeah, well. Yeah, so. continue that brand, that social media branding. Yeah. Get that in there, you bet. Get that in there, you bet. <laughs> I'm hearing a little echo from this. Hearing a little echo from this. Hmm. Causing that, but I'm hearing myself back through your computer now. So we'll hopefully that will be that. Eh, that's it's gone now. So just a little Google snafu. Okay, uh, anywho, so let's talk a bit about the alumni engagement matrix that you've come up with. And of these ten things, how do you and do you measure every one of them? Kind of what is what does that look? Take us through that because I think so many of us struggle with how do we show that what we do is important and how do we track it. Yeah, yeah, so 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 important. Now, I came into this role. Um, I've I've been in higher ed for over thirty years, and and my background um, was actually in fundraising. So I was very used to measuring and, and being measured. I've been in the director of alumni engagement now for ten years at Bryant, and we we looked to see how could we measure um, and and see if we were moving the needle, if we were making changes. And um, you know there there are some other schools out there that are doing some interesting things. I ended up picking up on a model that Amherst College was using, and we've adapted it. And I presented it at Case I think two years ago um, at the January District One Case Conference. Um, so we measure nine um, points of engagement. Um, we give them equal weight. 
Um, and, and those points of engagement are all um, things that we can document in our um, enterprise-wide database. So we're, we're, we're our advancement services team, I mean, it's, it truly is taking a village here. Our, our team um, documents, you know, every person who visits campus that we know about, every person who attends an alumni event, um, anyone who volunteers to mentor, um, we don't necessarily, there are a few that we don't. I mean, if you hire someone from Bryant, we, we may not, we don't capture that. We absolutely, absolutely capture um, visits um, and uh, the people who travel with us. There are a few that um, we're not trying to capture everyone who's um, following us on social, for instance. That's, that's a little bit um, too much of a new moving target. But, but these nine metrics, um, are um, so we look at that from year to year, and and we we, we want to see growth in people doing not just one thing. Although we're asking people to do one thing, but um, but you know sort of the one to three or four. And we've seen um, this last year, even without this, we had a nine percent increase in um, in alumni who were engaged in one, two, or three activities um, during the course of the year. Um, I'm, 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 with this campaign, I'm um, anticipating and going to set a goal for myself that, that the increase is, is almost twice that. I mean, I think that we can really um, inch those numbers up, uh, more than inch them up, move them up. Uh, but that's, so that, those nine, nobody gets, no, nobody gets all nine. <laughs> but have a, a few people with eight, seven, six. Um, my my volunteers, uh, it's a personal pride. You know, they want to beat everybody else out. So you know, they they're like, who else has seven? I want seven. But but um, you know, they are um, they're things. You know, they are obviously making a gift. They're having um, you know um, visiting campus, uh, 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 being a mentor. Um, they're also attending an event, things like that. So they're they're um, they're all measurable and and much of that is captured by this. If, if people will do, you know, at least do one thing, um, some of them we may not know about, but that's the other thing we're, we're, we're going to be driving with social. We'd like people to tell us their stories, and we, we haven't done enough of that yet. I think that yeah. rolling that piece out, you know, uh, you know, do something and then tell us. <laughs> and Tim, do you so, have a, I haven't noticed if you have a blog that's running off the um, Bryant alumni website right now, but if they do start to share their stories, do you imagine that will go onto the site or more so kind of be something organically that develops on social and just kind of lives there? Yeah, we'll have to take a look at that. I mean, I'd like to get as much mileage of those stories as we can. I mean, for, for one flash in the pan, like comment on a, <laughs> on, on Facebook, I, I, would, I would hope we could use that and either turn it around and turn it into a blog post or testimonial about the, the 10 things and, and here's the one thing I did or here's the, a couple things that I did for Brian. Um, so maybe that's the sequel, maybe that's the follow-up, finding, finding the stories of the engaged, um, of our engaged alumni and tracing it back to either one of these things or they're doing more of these things and maybe that becomes the testimonials uh, that we share in another print piece or in another video that we can share on social and then just continues and continues and continues. I think that um, then others to share their stories so that they get featured in the newsletter, they get featured on the website. Or they, you know, there's there's that piece of it too, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah we have um, we certainly uh, have looked at ways to 
develop a blog. We've, it's one of the, it's on my short list. We do not have that yet. So at this point, it would be just if someone, you know, tells us their story uh, on social or, or, you know, gets back to us somehow. But that is, that is kind of like the next step. So you're, you're, you're on us. <laughs> <laughs> um, going back to your sevens and your eights, and I know no one has nine, but those alumni who rank very high uh, or have a high number of points in the way that you measure uh, alumni engagement, what's the next step for them? Are there special, I know some schools do social media ambassador programs where they get rewards for sharing or they have ways of rewarding their most engaged alumni or is it simply that their next step is to introduce them to someone else on campus? Like, What do you think about that most engaged pocket and how we elevate them to even another level of engagement? Yeah, very good question. I That's the first place I look when I'm looking for potential members of my National Alumni Council. Um, I'm looking, you know, who have I perhaps missed who's really been engaged, for instance, in one of our, we don't have clubs and chapters, we call them regional alumni networks, you know, who's really engaged uh, in New York that I'm maybe not meeting, or, or you know, who's who's done, you know, who's, who's who's polling six or seven things and yet they live in California or or uh, Chicago. So so we you know we certainly look at that for um, for leadership roles. Um, I, I, um, I also um, I you know look at those people for story ideas too. So um, I'm doing a lead story in um, our next issue of Engage, our alumni newsletter, our print piece, and I'm looking at talking about people who've done mentoring and shadowing and things like that. So, you know, I'm looking at those people who have points in that area to say, you know, who's, who's really, who's been a, who's had shadow um, students that shadow them for the last three years, for instance. So, so I can use the data and break it down and look at it individually or together. And, um, and sometimes, you know, I'll, I'll take a look at it and, and uh, you know, if I've got somebody who's uh, got a volunteer role with me, but they're, Kind of at the bottom of the barrel with only three activities. You know, we gotta we gotta inch them. We've gotta inch them up. We've gotta work with them a little bit. So it doesn't really happen. They're they're all pretty engaged. Were there any challenges to to schools thinking of maybe trying this of, of rolling it out? Were there challenges um, across maybe the College of Business feels like they have their own alumni, and the College of Arts and Sciences feel like they have their own alumni, and so is it the Right, university alumni, or is it the College of Business alumni? So, any uh, any challenges there? Uh, in yeah. <laughs> you know, luckily enough, we're small enough. I mean, you know, it's um, it's uh, we you know we have um, you know, we have thirty five hundred students on campus, so we are uh, you know a modest sized university. Uh, we have um, our College of Business and our College of Arts and Sciences work very much together, and and everybody feels like they're Bryant alumni. Um, so that I didn't run into any any of those issues, and frankly, all of these, um, you know, all of these can work with either side. You know, I'm, I, right after this, uh, I have a meeting with the College of Arts and Sciences this afternoon, and and you know, I mean, these are all things that they, that they want their alumni to be doing, uh, including hiring talent and hiring Bryant. So so you know, so that's that is something um, that we don't run into those kinds of issues. Just the nature of our institution is is kind of it's uniform and uh, and uh, in that sense there are no silos. It's a nice problem to have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say I'm really jealous. <laughs> um, I would imagine a place like Syracuse that would 
offer a little, you, you would be, it'd be a little bit more challenging yeah, to see who would actually, yeah. to see who would actually own this particular, if you were to do this piece, you know, um, who would own it and who would it be directed to? And would you have to develop 10 things to do for specific schools or would there be some crossover there or I don't envy you. <laughs> Maybe we should do an episode a month from now and see how our rollout went. Because we are, we're going to, you know, for, for larger schools, we're going to try rolling out one piece, moving towards one university, one alumni association. My boss says that all the time. It's so important when, at the end of the day, our, our role is to engage Syracuse alumni, to engage Bryant alumni, to engage Georgetown alumni. I can't believe I just uttered their name. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> a big rival for us. No bad luck. Really, and that is, a, a, and and finding that buy-in on campus, I think, is so important for schools who are looking to do this and to have. You keep mentioning your university relations team, how crucial they were in this. That you can't do this as a small, you know, three, four-person alumni shop, and that's such a, a big thing that you learned in this. Um, what would you say lessons learned? Wise. I mean, I know you talked a little bit about it, putting it on the website. Were there any things that you would do differently looking back and rolling this out? Oh, boy. Also another good question. I mean, it, it, I think that um, I'm, I'm glad that the university relations team had us narrow it down. I think that getting it down to 10 is critical. I mean, I again, I wanted one for every single possible angle. And, um, you know, probably given a choice, I might have had 16, you know, and, and maybe my staff talked me down to 14, 14. And, then, uh, and then they worked it down. Um, I, so I, think, I think, you know, that ability to, um, to be concise, to be succinct, to say, okay, we, we can't highlight every single thing. Um, the, the, the school that it gave me, the, the original idea, which wasn't an infographic, um, again, was, uh, was my graduate school, which is also a very large institution, thinking of, along those same lines. They were trying to get people to think like, okay, I'm not, you know, I wasn't in the School of Education, I wasn't in the College of Business or Engineering, that, you know, I, we were one university. In our case, again, that wasn't an issue. Uh, I originally thought, um, because it took us a little while to bubble to the top, I mean, obviously, university relations has a lot of other, um, a lot of other uh, demands, and I was wondering, you know, could we do this either with, you know, some, some simple graphics that Tim or Tyler could find, or, or you know, could, could we find an outside artist? I'm so glad we used in-house talent. I'm so glad that we were able to do that, because then that, um, it was another person, um, uh, on the university relations team that put this, made this video and turned mm -hmm. it into a, you know, a, a living, moving thing. And um, I, I still don't know how they did that. <laughs> so, so we'll have to share that link because it's really cute. And, and those are the kinds of things that, you know, I hadn't really even thought about. I think, Tim, you were thinking more along those lines on how you would use it. Yeah, we were thinking, I mean, but if I were to do it all again, I, I don't know. I think um, maybe uh, if we could, um, I don't know. That's that's such a great question uh, because because it's ever evolving and we want to see how what the reaction is. Um, I don't know. It's uh, maybe uh, that's such a good question. <laughs> I don't know. It's, 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 you know what? It's, if nothing rises to the top right now, it means things are flowing real smoothly, and it'd be great to check yeah. back in. Um, with you, you know, in a year from now, just to see what the response was like, how that did move your needle uh, in terms of the matrix that you have right now, and and just kind of the response 
that alumni have had because I do think just that the visual, the video that goes along with it, it's why Mallory was so attracted to this as an episode topic and I really appreciate both of you sitting down. Is there anything, any any final words as we approach 145 about your campaign, about your hopes, you know, as to, to what's next or, or any anything you're thinking about other than that alumni blog? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a big to-do. I, I do think, um, I wonder how evergreen this, I think of this as being very evergreen. And um, when um, I, I was looking back at what we did before, which was a eight and a half by 11 alumni opportunities, that would, you know, we were profile, we had people's names. So, you know, we were always having to update it. Not that we were losing staff, but, but you know, things were changing. Volunteers were changing. And so that had to be updated every year. This is very evergreen. Now, I imagine at some point we may feel like we have to tweak it or something else might, I can't imagine what would, would um, you know, would kick one of these off, but, you know, maybe we would find something else that needed to be on here. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and, and then I'm just thinking, you know, what other creative ways can we, can, what else can we do? What would be creative? I mean, can we turn it into a board game? Um, you know, how, how, how wild and crazy can we get? Um, and so that's it. We will, um, at the year mark on this, which we're not, I can't say when this actually, you know, but probably next spring or so, um, you know, we will look at, at how we've done and certainly by our alumni engagement net metrics, which we'll have next July, we'll see if we've um, moved that needle and um, if so, we'll, we'll probably try to write it up for case for currents or, um, I mean, I think that's important for us to, um, to share something that, that, you know, we've developed. I'm pretty active with CASE, the Council for the Advancement and Support of Education, um, as a faculty member. Um, and so I think that'll be something um, that, we should, that we should do because, um, you know, it, it's, if, if, if the school down the street does the same thing, it's fine. We all have different alumni. So I think it, it's, um, it's something that I, I look forward to seeing yours, too. <laughs> oh, it's coming. Should be out next week. I'll have to share it. <laughs> Um, hopefully, because homecoming, Orange Central for us, it's right over my shoulder. Homecoming is next week, Thursday, to be exact. So we're working on that. Um, last question I would ask is that uh, you mentioned you rolled this out for your seniors at their champagne reception or, or talked through some of it. Um, is there a long-term plan to start this the second a, a Bryant University student steps on campus? Do you feel better about rolling it out to your seniors? Like, to the alumni piece, absolutely, it's out there. But how about incorporating the student piece? Yeah, we did, you know, we did a little bit. Um, it's a good question. I don't believe we did anything with students. I was just here this weekend. The freshmen arrived Saturday, um, uh, juniors and seniors Sunday and Monday. We did some work um, with orientation, but I don't believe we, we used it. So, uh, so see, obviously, there's, there are opportunities around the corner. I think um, we do work with our Student Alumni Association. Um, that's, uh, that organization falls under Tyler, who couldn't be here today. And so, um, you know, getting them to understand their responsibilities as alumni is part of it. And so, um, you know, this, is, this probably should be all over campus. You're right. You know, we, we need banners. That all costs Ooh. money. <laughs> yeah. And in your budget for you on this sunny Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely we'll be using it. Our, our reunion is the 23rd, 24th, so we've got a couple weeks to go. 
um, record numbers so far, so we're uh, we're looking, but we will be running this, uh, you know, that sort of subtle, subliminal, that was the word I was looking for before, subliminal messaging, so. Well, apparently the, uh, the Visit Campus Do One Thing is working if your numbers are, are appearing to be record, record numbers, so congratulations yeah. on that, that's awesome. Yeah, well, hey, it's uh, it's approaching 150. I feel like that flew by. You guys are just so fun to talk to. So thank you for uh, for sharing one thing for Bryant with with me this afternoon and with those who are watching live and and many who will watch when this uh, when this lives on YouTube forever and ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Kim. We appreciate uh, we appreciate your spending the time with us, and uh, we're glad we connected. And we needed that extra five minutes. Absolutely. Right? <laughs> hey, it worked out. Well, hashtag one thing for Brian. Congratulations <laughs> to you, and we uh, we can't wait to hear an update a few months from now. All right, terrific. Thank you. All right, thanks. thanks, Colin. Thanks right. again to uh, to our episode sponsors for everything that made this happen today. To M Stoner. To all of you who watched uh, Higher Ed Live, our Advancement Live episode, appreciate it. We'll see you again soon. Bye now.